0: Greetings, friends. It is I, Igor, the Master's loyal servant. The Master wishes me to tell you that when he is conducting his experiments, stitching corpses together, and giving them unholy life, he listens to the Sean Geek Podcast, which he downloads directly from
1: seanmcginnety.ca. Igor, don't forget to tell him to download it from seanmcginnety.ca. The master wishes
0: me to remind you that he downloads the Sean Geek podcast from seanmcginnety.ca, and so should you.
1: It lives! It lives! I need to find a different game so i figured you know what i'll i'll look online see what there is so i stumbled across one it had zombies and i figured oh you know what i'll try it and see what it, it's world war z oh <gasps> okay I, I tried it i didn't like it
0: oh well no you gotta play you can't play by yourself it doesn't work well
1: that's well, no, the game we
0: we beat the game i, that, I was... that's the other game we wanted you to get to play with us
1: oh okay because I had it, I loaded it, I played it. I played two different maps. I went. Uh, it's like okay, all the, this horde comes in. You have to, you know, kill these people. It's like, oh well, we can't leave until you go grab this. Then you have to go out and kill more zombies to get more stuff, and then come back. But it's so linear. It's not like yeah, the yeah. open sandbox. Yeah. And when you're used to an open sand, that's what I want. I want a sandbox game sure. where I can go like either Far Cry. Or uh uh I mean, Grand Theft Auto and, well, and do
0: you do you remember now? This is way before you'd ever played anything like State of Decay, but way, 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 way back. Uh be 10 years ago, for mm-hmm. my bachelor party, we did a land <laughs> back then. You had to land shit, but we land uh Left for Dead Party. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this World War Z is almost like a spiritual sequel to Left for Dead. Left 4 Dead is very simple, very straightforward. Right. Uh, you start at A, you have to make it to B. Right. And there's four of you, and you know, and you're fighting special infected and regular zombies. So, it it's 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 essentially the same game. The only thing with World War Z, w- which is fun, because sometimes that's all we want to do. We don't want a sandbox. We just want to play like four of us fighting zombies together. And we need to make it to that door at the end of the of the map. Yeah, get in, like,
1: start, go. Yeah, like sometimes that's all we want right to away.
0: do. Right. And that's why we like Left 4 Dead. It's like, there's no thought. It's simple. The controls are easy. Like, there's nothing special to it. It's just, just bat shit crazy, right? Right. So,
1: daddy, so there's
0: also... Daddy emergency. Okay, hang on a sec. Okay. Hang on. Thank you, lady. I'm back. <laughs> Overflowing toilet. Oh, yeah. Emergency now. <laughs> well, Ellie did her job. She actually went to the edge of the stairs and daddy. Gergency, gergency, gergency. Urgency. Urgency. Urgency.
1: Urgency. She doesn't. Yeah,
0: she can't. That's too big a word for her to be able to pronounce exactly properly.
1: Well, at least she knows what has to be. Yeah. Yeah. We'll still be saying, go get him, go get him it's fixed i think uh i think some wipes went into the toilet well there's at least there's no see now if there would have been rain coming from the ceiling from behind you mm-hmm. as the podcast was going <laughs> i would say yes i think you have good emergency going on <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway um you want to see this trailer sure then we can oh yeah we talk about world war z yeah so before we do the trailer, so the thing to remember with World War Z is I'm not, I'm not finessing you into the game. I'm not playing with you and helping you. And, and it's one of those games that if you weren't a big fan of uh, Left 4 Dead, which mm-hmm. we were and we right. played to death, as soon as World War Z came out, all the controls are identical. It's literally identically the same game. So for us, we took to it like very, very easily. Right. So, and so I have a history like with left for dead, like between me, Mark and Sylvie, I think each of us were at the, we're at like somewhere between 90 and 96% complete on left for dead one and two.
1: Okay.
0: So we've played it to death. Mm-hmm. So we know it very well. So when we get we started playing World War Z, it was like, this is identical. This is the same game. So, I, th- it's not a game that you generally play by. Left 4 Dead, you don't play by yourself. And I don't think you'd play World War Z by yourself. It's not that type of game. It's a game where you're playing together, where one guy's going, oh my fucking, I'm down, I'm down. Come get me, come get me. Like, it's one of those games, you know, where <laughs> right. you're, it, it's definitely meant for, it's not sandboxing. It's like, everyone has to save each other. Like it's that right. kind of game. So if you're playing by yourself, there's really no fun in it. If you're playing with AIs, it's uh, we, I play with AIs every once in a while. Right. Just to, just cause I liked it so much, but it's not, it's not fun by yourself. It's not one of those games that fun by yourself. Right. So if you have it, then play with us and you'll see what I mean. But the game is, it's it's left for dead amped up to 10.
1: Okay. Well I un- I and un- I uninstalled it. What? So it's all it's all gone. Okay. But I just basically loaded it to try it. Okay. Try it before you buy kind of thing. So yeah. but was uh, like it wasn't it wasn't my hmm. there's a
0: leveling in the game. That's a the thing. There's different guns, there's different uh, modifications, you have different skills, you have skill trees. Um, right. so it's like left for dead but you get to do all this extra stuff so we play the whole game we actually bought the dlc and it's on game pass so we probably didn't need to buy it <laughs> right but we bought it before we had a game pass and finished the game and then we got game pass like oh it's on there that's right
1: but, so is game pass worth it yeah now yep. that you've had it for a little while yeah i we can't go back honestly yeah. well, well that was the whole point of them putting it out <laughs> yeah it's to hook you make in, sure they get you hooked well it's yeah. a buck for three months like come on and it, it and it's a buck for three
0: months for both of us so not combined well, that's
1: that's that's pretty good yeah it's really
0: good so i mean that that's phenomenal so um i just downloaded ufc4 oh i'm gonna give that a i'm gonna give the give that a whirl cool i don't have you played wrestling games
1: uh, the last wrestling game I played was Super Nintendo. Oh my God, <laughs> WrestleMania, whatever! <laughs> wow, <laughs> with Hulk Hogan and was it The Undertaker and all these other guys? But so yeah, that was the last one. I
0: think Super Nintendo ish around that time might have been the best game I played. Beaver could probably fill us out on that; he's played them all. But there was one that had a creative storyline in it, so you'd actually play a storyline. So you have a match and then there's a run-in. So then you have a program with that person that did the run-in in the match. And like, there's actually a progressive storyline that, that worked all the way through the game. It was actually really excellent. And it was, it was easy to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, like the buttons were easy. It wasn't like, I, I don't recall it being a button masher because in the old days, the way the wrestling games work was whoever could hit the A button as many times in succession would win would win the hold
1: well yeah there's a hold yeah
0: exactly. so like that's how the old games were and then at one point i'm seeing i just got a ding on my phone on my watch and on my screen so he's ding, ding getting ding. accomplishments <laughs> um but the that game there on the super nintendo which might be the one you mean um you could play it. Like you didn't have to be fast with hitting the buttons. It was all about timing and stuff like that. It was actually really, really fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But um, a couple years ago with Xbox gold, you get two free game, two to three free games every 15 days. It's just part of the thing. And they offered one of the WWE ones. Mm-hmm. So I, Oh shit. Like, like those games, those games are like they're 80 bucks but then you kind of have to buy like the extra stuff so it's like it's a game that's like 120 bucks to buy. Okay. And they come out every year. So every sports game comes out with a new game every year and it's the same thing. If if you want to be able to play all the teams on the game, you got to buy the $120 version of the game. Well, with EA Sports as part of the Game Pass, every EA games on there. Nice. So I have all the UFCs, I have all the WWEs. Actually, the WWEs aren't on there for some reason, but I have like all the hockey, the FIFA. It's in the game. Like everything's there, (laughs) baseball. So uh, the last WWE game, the one that I was able to play, it was free. Holy fuck, is it hard. Really? I still, I've played, I've probably put, I probably put about 10 hours in the game, maybe about that much. Still haven't won a match.
1: Now, is this because games, as they kind of evolve, like just like Medal of Honor and uh, Call of Duty and all these, like when they first started, the very first game, I, I played all the first ones when they came out. Okay. And then the second one, and the third one, and the fourth one. But then it got to a point where I was like, okay, it used to be this button and this button and this button. Now they've added two more buttons. Next game, they've yeah. added two more buttons. And after that, it's, and it's like, by the time you want to do something, it's like, you have to that's when you have to have a specialty keyboard mouse combination that has all these different buttons. But it's still too many buttons. To How are you
0: going to remember what everything is? them all.
1: Well, exactly. That's yeah. I, I'm not. That's Make why like left,
0: left, like going back to the Left 4 Dead analogy thing. It was two triggers, melee, right, shoot, jump. <laughs> Pretty much
1: it yeah that's all you need and then
0: everything else was on the screen you know on a, on a controller there's what's called a directional pad so it's like the little cross yeah uh, just below your two um your two knobbies yeah your two uh, um what are those things called i call them knobbies. and but it's just a it's called the directional pad so on your screen you would see a picture of the directional pad right and right. then on the left side of the directional pad, it would say, and I don't remember the controls anymore, but it might say, you might see a picture of a first aid kit on the left yeah. side and on the up, on the right side, on the top side, it says flashlight. And on the right side, it says, uh, I don't know, explosives or something I can't remember. And then on the bottom one, it's whatever. So you, it's literally on your screen. If you push left, you get this. If you push right, you get this, if you push up. So that was the complexity of it. Like that so was like the water hard part of
1: it. Like yeah. a watermark on the, on the screen. You can see through it, but it kind of shows you what the buttons do.
0: So I, I they should really have that more as an option in games that are complicated like that wrestling one. But like, how, how can I play a game for 10 hours? And I'm not... I haven't played a wrestling game, you know, since Super Nintendo, I guess. How can I not be able to pick up the game and, and win a match? On the easiest level. Like... To me that's a broken game.
1: Or a broken controller. <laughs> well, I've had
0: a lot of broken controllers. I'm again. using game I'm using game
1: gamepad 2.
0: wonder of nothing's working.
1: But I then I can't. keep
0: but then I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going going to play the game again and it's like, oh shit, I don't know how to play. So then I have to figure out what all the controls are again. The controls are so weird in it. It doesn't like the thing with Xbox when they came out A lot of the games emulated the same functionality of where the buttons are. A is always jump. X is always reload. B is always uh, like some sort of defensive, like roll backwards sort of move. The left trigger was always a defensive hold up a shield. And then the right trigger was always shoot. Like all the games were that way. So eventually, you know how to play every game. And it's usually just variations of that set of controls. But this wrestling game is like like push left on the directional pad to run. But it's not intuitive. I'm moving out, and I could be wrong on the controls here.
1: I'm going to go left to right, but I have to hit left to run. It's yeah, like it was something confusing. weird like
0: that. Like I I see I, I don't remember, but it was something counterintuitive. And it was just it was so fucking hard to play. So I created a wrestler who looked like me. So that cool. <laughs> that part of the game was cool right super awesome so i'm like oh shit that's cool i can make me i even put a little
1: pot on there the customizability
0: yeah so i made them look like i gave them you know my hook nose i put a little pot here and and then you know you get to create your ring entrance you get to create the music that plays when you come into the ring how you come into the ring how you get into like how you how you run down to the ring and then how you even get into the ring And then what you do when you're in the ring, you run to the four corners and, you know, go like this or go like this or whatever. Go to the top rope. Like all that shit. I'm like, this is awesome. This is going to be the best game ever. And I'm fighting like jabronis, like the lowest ranking of the wrestlers. And all the wrestlers have rankings for how good they are. Right. So you know that if you're going up against an undertaker, he's like a level hundred or, or whatever. Like he's the hardest and he's a hundred. Right, but if you're fighting Kofi Kingston or something, I don't know, I can't remember his number. Maybe he's like 50 or something. So you kind of know. But I'm playing. I'm fighting the guys that are the lowest, and I can't beat them. Like I can't even get close to beating them. And I'm like, this game is broken. But then, so this was career mode. Mm-hmm. So then I went in and I went to not not career mode, but I went into you could just pick a wrestler and wrestle with them. So I I, I did like. 10 different matches. I'm playing uh, Chris Jericho or I'm playing, you know, Bret Hart or whatever. And I'm like, I can't fucking beat nobody. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I played the ultimate warrior. He's rated super, super high. I think this is around the time of when he was inducted into the hall of fame, pre hall of fame. If he was in the game, he was probably rated low. Right. Um, There's politics involved in the game and what rankings the wrestlers get but i played him and i was finally able to win a match and then i realized okay your ranking in the game whichever wrestler you has has a rank and if you're playing a 100 guy he should be able to beat the 25 guy so then i'm like oh okay so when you do career mode you start at the lowest well, so yeah. so you have to actually be good at figuring out the controls getting your timing right. And I could never get timing right. But at the easiest level, I should still be able to win
1: a match after 10 well, hours exactly. of play.
0: So to me, that's, that's just a broken game.
1: That's that's reserved for eight, nine-year-olds who have mastered it.
0: <laughs> exactly. So with UFC, because UFC and WWE, let's be honest, in terms of appearance and everything, they're kind of the same in terms of a game, right? Right. The, Like, really, is there any difference? It's probably, I mean, you're not going to do the crazy moves in wrestling in the UFC game because that would kill people, you know, if you did it for real. But I figure it's got to be the same, you know, very, very similar. So I'm actually eager to play that and see what it's like. So you haven't tried it yet? No, no, I just downloaded the UFC 4. I downloaded UFC 3 and then it says UFC 4 coming soon. I'm like, I'll wait. So I'm going to give it a shot. But see, the thing is, they're all EA Sports. So they're probably going to have the same engine, the right. same you know, button configuration. It's probably still going to be crap, I'm guessing. I never know. But I hope there's a career mode in there, because that, that was fun, because like the way it works is like there's a wrestling schedule. So Raw's on Mondays, SmackDown's on Wednesdays or something. Mm-hmm. And, or no, Thursdays, NXT's on Wednesdays. So there's different, like, every different episode's on a different night and NXT is where you start out, which is like the Bush leagues. Like where you're just, you know, if you can make it in NXT, you get promoted to either Raw or SmackDown. So you start on NXT, but you can also see what matches are happening on the other shows. Like you can actually watch the matches. Like they'll actually play the matches for you. Oh, these are the matches. So there's still like rankings going on. Right. Who's the champion? Who's not. So you can kind of, in the background, yeah, in the background. But you can actually watch the matches too if you want. So it's it. I don't know. It conceptually it's great. Just control wise, it's just garbage. Hmm. But AEW is coming out with their own. They're going to compete against uh, Vince McMahon. So, well,
1: you need some competition. Yeah. All
0: right, let's watch this trailer. You ready? Okay. Yeah. And then uh, I'll cap it off there. Sylvie's waiting to play. Oh, uh, ready. Okay, share screen.
1: Does it give you a release date?
0: Uh, I think it says fall. Oh. Share. Some upgraded graphics. Okay, now, there's a button I can hit to. Trailer, here we go.
1: How do I? Uh, Great great now the now the animals are infected yeah i'm wondering if this right now, cool. now,
0: now, now i'm concerned cool
1: graphics like what well, like what, what
0: is that gameplay like i don't know
1: well it, it doesn't really it's just kind of more of a sneak peek it doesn't really show you any gameplay really but i heard i heard it was like fall
0: well, usually, it's usually around my birthday is when a lot of games get released for some reason. Yeah, they probably have new. better better trailers by then. There is a new Seven Days to Die coming out in October, and it's part of Game Pass.
1: Yeah, that one I started to play, and then I was like, um, I was getting eaten too easy. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's a group game.
0: Like, It's yeah. definitely a group game.
1: Now, is there wow. any games out there that you know of like your your gears and stuff? Like, is there any game out there that, that you know of that's a sandbox game that would be good?
0: Elder Scrolls Online, really. Okay.
1: Because I'll play like and Just Conan. Cause.
0: And definitely Conan.
1: Right. Conan but and specifically. Yeah, I'm kind of more of the You're not looking uh, for fantasy, no. More like a like Grand Theft Auto Five. There's um, there's that one game. Uh, what's it called? It's all like purple and stuff. Um, oh, um, Saints Row. Yeah, okay. That one is very similar to it, which I like. Yep. Uh, Just Cause, very, very, very good. That's one I've never the, tried. The Far Cry series, very good. Um, and I like, I mean, I like the Tom Clancy ones, like the and Hitman and stuff like that. I like those. Yeah, those you know what? Things. Actually, Division. Division? Mm-hmm. What's the premise of Division? Um, well, it's during a pandemic.
0: <laughs> oh, this was before the pandemic happened. Um, there was a, a virus that was released into the world and. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but okay. you're,
0: you're part of a military group that's trying to fix things. So it's a bit of chaos that's happened in the world because certain groups are like taking advantage of the situation the world's in to, to kind so of post certain parts of town. It's, post it's almost post-apocalyptic. post-apocalyptic kind of, but it's more grounded than those games, than those types of games or movies usually are. Yeah. Like hmm. it, there's still a military, there's still a White House. You know, there's still the United States of America. There's still uh, active political stuff going on. It's just there's like pockets, I think, that are they're trying to get under control. But hmm. it's uh, we've there's they're on Division Two now. So that's the game we usually play with Rob. It's pretty fun, like, but like if you want to, like, it's open, it's open sandbox. Yeah, there's missions to do, or you can just run around the map and just do shit. Right. like As you run around, you're going to come across people to kill. There's no driving in that game, though. That's the one thing they don't have in there. But Tom Clancy right. games don't usually have driving anyway. No. No, not usually. But I'd, I'd say that's probably the closest thing to anything like that. But then there's also like Rainbow Six, which is another Tom Clancy one.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there's well, how the sandboxy that one is, but there's some Call of Duty ones that that are newer that I haven't tried yet. Yeah, like I think after Modern Warfare I think Black Ops or something, and then after that, I just kind of dropped off. But they've, they've, there's more of them since then. I, that that could be my next thing. I haven't played a, a, a like a World War II or just a war game mm-hmm. in a while. So yeah, the state of decay has been kind of sucking up most of my time when it comes to gaming. So
0: uh, we, we're just, we're knee-deep in Exiles. Oh, uh, actually, Fallout
1: 76, Todd.
0: That's cross-platform as well.
1: So yeah, Fallout series is good. I've, I've played that.
0: But yeah, Fallout, um, Fallout 76 is, is open world, and it's cooperative. Or it's PvP if you want to play PvP as well, but you can choose not to play PvP, which is what we do. We, we're not playing PvP.
1: But that's okay. okay. But you can't play one player, right? It has oh, to be. Oh, you can No, 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 you can. Oh, you can. I oh, thought it was no, no, you can play one player. Yeah. Like, for example,
0: Mark's been playing without us and we just joined in. It's the same map. We're all on the same map, right? But when we play together, it just makes sure we're on the same server. So we're actually together. And then you just right. make It's like a party within the game. So you can actually see, you know, I can see Sylvie running around the map and I can see Mark running around the map right but that one fallout 76 I, i know it gets a lot of crap for sure but i don't know it's it's good like we we played elder scrolls online quite a bit um and uh you can rent like with elder scrolls online you can rent a server okay you decide who's playing in your world So it, it, I think the loading times might be better. Like stuff like that might work a little better,
1: right? But it's not as
0: bogged down. Yeah, I believe so. Mm. So I'd recommend that. Um, Our uh, Casto stuff—we're getting closer. Okay. Um, They just imported our numbers from from Podient or Podiant or Podiant. Everything, everything's there all those numbers are there now. So if we chose to leave, (laughs) there's nothing holding us back. But um, if they can get the web, they still, there's no update on when the website's going to be back. So people, I've had a few people say, Hey, I thought I could get, go to your website and find your music. Well, you can't because the Castos website is not a website at all. That's, One of the downgrades of it, but I did a little bit of research and it sounds like that, you know, predominantly they're offering a service for people that already have a website, um, specifically that already have like a blog site Mm -hmm. and then they, I don't know how it works exactly, but they hook up with Castos and then it offers them an ability to, uh, have their own website, but then also have like the podcast attached but it's like a blog site or something. So I actually looked into that. I could build the website for $5 a year, but, Hmm. but, but then it's like a whole bunch of work to put it together. And it's like, but I already had a website. I made one. Right. I don't really want to start from scratch, but it's good to see our numbers there. So our numbers back from October of last year. Sweet. So we're at, are we going to, I don't know if we should share this online. People don't ever, people never share their numbers, but we're going to do it. But just from October of last year, we're at 7,700 downloads. Wow. So I think that's a good number.
1: I'm impressed. <laughs> um, Say 77 or 77, how many?
0: <laughs> well, it's 7693, 7,693. Wow. Um, are you curious what the top
1: episode is? What was the top episode? Let's go to that page. Were we talking about cross-platform, which is what what we were able to do now? That we had such a... Because we said the technology's there. Why can they not say this game console, PC, link them together? Yeah, let's that go. That episode there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The,
0: so, our number one, two, three, four, five. The fifth most downloaded episode between... Podient and Castos, we were with somewhere else before, was the importance of split screen mode. (laughs) That was the top, that was number five. Wow. Uh, But number one, wise Waldo on a banana seat. (laughs) Number one. (laughs) Wow. Get it. (laughs) Talking about (laughs) banana seats on bikes, and it was like hot. And then number two,
1: Nostalgic Dome's
0: first show. Number two. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then number three, designing the set list for the Dome Show. <laughs> 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 before, vocal stylings. Uh, and then oh, we're into split screen mode. And then the new wave of board games. That's probably before you were on the show. Mm-hmm. And then premature evacuation, where it's just the song. Hmm. And then the making of Dome Part Two, <laughs> Part Two, United Ghosts of Christmas Gears, where we talked video games at Christmas time, right? And then number ten, my obsession with State of Decay. That was way right. back from season
1: three, which was pre-Todd. Has um, speaking of past episodes, yep. Uh, has there been any more uh, on Rage Rage? no I, I really wanted to i really need more rage rage yeah i need more rage rage
0: but i will i will i will uh do a solid here um in the meantime uh i've been looking for other podcasts to listen to so mm-hmm. in the last two weeks i um i get we are, i have no idea why but we get added to uh, a bunch of share lists on Twitter. Okay. So, what that means is um, people kind of say, Hey, here's some podcasts to listen to. So, we got added to like three different lists. I don't know why or how, or I'm happy we're on those lists. I'm,
1: yeah, it's pretty cool. To
0: be on those lists. But the, off those three lists, which worked out to 38 different podcasts. I made a promise that I would listen to all 38. I'd I'd listen to at least an episode of all 38. How many many
1: episodes in are
0: you? Uh, I did all 38. Wow. It took a lot of time, (laughs) you know, at least three weeks. Right. Um, But, you know, like I can listen to in the background, you know, like when I'm doing stuff, dishes, whatever. So there was some... I'll be honest. Some of them were just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I don't like true crime podcasts. I do not like them at all. I know it's the rage. It's very popular. Um, but I just, I just can't. I just hmm. can't. I ever since I had kids, I have a sensitivity to certain types of entertainment, and I just can't do true crime. I did yeah. the Cecil Hotel thing, and I had nightmares for weeks. Wow. Yeah or for days, I should say, but it really upset us, and like, we're just, we're not okay with that kind of stuff anymore, like, and I know, like, I keep getting there's people that follow us from other podcasts, and they're true crime podcasts, and I'm really grateful that they're following us, and I'll follow back, but I, I can't go listen. <laughs> like, I just can't, like, I
1: A little more sensitive to, to the topics, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, especially if it's crimes against children, or Whatever. Like I just, I don't know, it just, I, I'm not in an okay enough place in my head to be able to hear that stuff and go, oh, that's just horrible. No, I just like, it just shuts me down. Right. Where I rage, rage against the world, like how, you know, shit like that can happen. Like I just, I can't process it properly, which is right. why Sylvia and I still haven't seen John Wick, the John Wick movies.
1: Really? Is that, is that what it's about? It's about a beagle that gets slaughtered. Oh. And you have a beagle. Yeah.
0: So violence against children, violence against animals. I can't
1: do either. You know what? The John Wick series, I wanted to watch it. I haven't watched any of them yet. But see, I didn't I didn't know that's what it was about.
0: <laughs> well, that's his whole impetus. Like that's his that's what happens, and then he goes ape shit crazy and gets an axe. He gets revenge for the okay. death of his dog. Wow! So once I heard that, that's what that's about, right? I'm out. Didn't even watch it.
1: Yeah, just just skip the first part, the beginning, where it kind of tells you the, the reason why and stuff, and just go from there on. Yeah. Now okay. I know
0: Emmet Verbal Diorama, like she's a massive Keanu Reeves fan, and she loves the John Wick movies. Mm-hmm. I think she's made comments how those movies should be watched. They're great cinema. I just can't do it yeah the other thing too the kingsman in the fir- the first kingsman movie we haven't seen the second one we saw the first one in theaters and sylvia and i almost walked out i've never walked out of a movie before regardless of how bad it was but we almost walked out of that one because there was a violence against an animal i believe mm-hmm. and there was going to be violence against a child right and i'm like you put the two things that i can't hack in a movie And it was one of those movies we saw right out of the gate after we got Luna
1: and we had our first kid. Right. And that was like the movie we saw after. See, they're pushing the envelope, which is, which is kind of a normal progression. It seems because you can only watch so much stuff uh, when, you know, your mind kind of gets numb to it and it's like, Oh, it's the same thing over and over again. So they have to keep pushing the envelope. Then they start putting, like you said, you know, kids getting hurt animals getting hurt i mean at the end of the movie it says you know no animals or kids were hurt during the movie but they're portraying it that way well, and yeah, that's like, and that's the part that uh kind of dandy but they're, they're trying to to get the uh, the shock value back into the movies i guess
0: yeah i mean how do we hook people the thing with true crime it's so rampant um true crime books true crime documentaries tv shows law and Order, like all those shows like
1: well it, we watch the real ones i know you do yeah,
0: Like I, I can't, <laughs> I just can't, I don't know. Eventually yeah. I'll watch Joan wake because they do enjoy Ken Reeves. Right. And uh, I mean, I, I, he is such a good human being mm-hmm. that, you know, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel bad that I haven't supported that. I mean, that was his resurrection in Hollywood because he'd been written off again. I don't know how many times that guy's been written off and then he keeps coming back.
1: Well, he's a good person to work, work with. And, uh, he's a talented actor. So why not?
0: Well, exactly.
1: Can't pigeon pigeonhole him into, uh, to the, to the one, to the one show.
0: Oh yeah. Well, and he never changed. That's the thing is people was like, Oh, it's his big comeback. It's like, he's never changed. He's always been the same guy. He's always put the work in. He's always done movies. It's us, the viewing public, that gets bored. So no, there's no comeback. It's just we've all, you know, woken up like, oh shit, he's still around. Like it's it's the it's the viewers that are coming back around. It has nothing to do with what he's doing. He's still doing the same thing he's always done.
1: Well, it goes from Bill and Ted to Matrix to Speed to I mean, he he just kind of he's there. He's he's still in the he's still relevant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just fans became irrelevant, maybe. I don't know. But um, I did watch Bill and Ted, the new one. Yeah. They had it on Netflix, so we finally watched it.
1: Oh, no, I haven't watched that. I don't even know if I've watched the original Bill and Ted. Really? I, I may have watched it, but it might have been on the background. I never really sat down and actually watched it. I think you'd enjoy it. I watched the Kumar ones and the White Castle oh, and stuff God. like that. Oh. I've seen I've seen that, which I, and I'm assuming it's around kind of the same type of comedy. Same type of comedy.
0: The, the yeah. thing is, Bill and Ted was like a bit of an originator. I can't mm-hmm. remember if Bill and Ted came before Wayne's World or not. But Wayne's World was a more polished version of like Bill and Ted. And then Harold and Kumar was a smarter version of those two films, I find. Right, like yeah, it was still like silly humor, but there was more of like an edge to it. Maybe a little smarter, or a little something. I'm not sure. Right.
1: Well, Bill and Ted one. was good. The new one was good. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of movies I got to watch. I just don't have time. I just playing too much. Uh, too much video games. Too much. Too much state of decay. <laughs> yeah. State of decay and court TV. That's my. <laughs> and that's my them. thing. And fished them. Yeah.
0: Um, we have a couple things coming up. I'm gonna be doing a um um what's it called? A Loki thing. I'm gonna so I'm gonna do the Loki thing with Karen. Yep. You, you can take the night off. So you're oh you'll you'll be Sweet. happy with that.
1: Sweet. And then that's, we're gonna that's do, good.
0: Yep. Yeah. And then we're gonna do a uh we're gonna have Eric Sinich back on the show. Um Right on. We got to talk to him. Like we're way overdue, and um, we got to do it. He's a good dude, and he's got a new show. And um, and uh, I follow a lot of people on Twitter because of him. (laughs) Oh, a lot of the authors. I'm like, you know, he had multiple episodes with like Greg Renoff, for example. I'm like, God, he's written some like some really good books. So then I start following him and then you know another guy and I start following him and then
1: down the rabbit hole
0: yeah down a rabbit (laughs) hole people have written some good books which I you know many of which I actually happen to own I just didn't realize that Eric had them on the show and I'm like wait a minute that's the guy that wrote this and like that's the guy that wrote that and so we gotta have him back on the show I think we gotta talk about the wolf gang a little bit but we're gonna do we have a special idea for that yeah and um I think we have to prioritize this, but we have to have Stefan Richards on the show. Okay. Um, He was one of the founders of the original Manitoba Podcast Festival. Mm -hmm. Him and uh, Roger and Sam. Yep. The the first first group that uh, put it together. And I've always wanted to have Stefan on the show, but I'm going to be honest, I was intimidated. Because to me, Stefan has done it all right um he's a popular guy like he's he's a he's on the radio
1: right he doesn't wrestle anymore
0: no 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 okay like um so he was he was a wrestler and i didn't realize but he's pretty big deal like i watched some of his matches Mm -hmm. this guy wasn't like a jobber he wasn't a jabroni he was actually really good um a lot of times you'll see bad working punches in wrestling, like really bad working punches. So work right. so a working punch means when you punch somebody, it looks like you really hit the guy. Right. But it was just like going like this, like just a just a slight tap. But it looks like you just like knocked the guy out. Right. So that's a good working punch. And his working punches were like. Like, fuck, that's a good work. That's, like, a professional wrestling. That's not, like, an indie wrestling punch. Like, that's a professional. And he had some really good moves, um, really good counters, uh, like, really good ring awareness. And I'm, like, fuck, like. And then, like, he was a stand-up comedian. He put together the podcast festival. Um, You know, he's, like, holy, like, this guy's, like, kind of a big deal. Like, would he ever be on the show? And then B, what if he says no? And then C, it's like, why would he even give a shit about like our little show? Like he's Stefan Richards, like he's Stefan Epic from wrestling, you know, like, I don't know, but I reached out and he said, absolutely. Of course. Cool. Cause he's actually a great dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, we get a. We, I want to prioritize that after we get those other ones out of our, out of our, uh, out of the way okay on and then uh yeah sounds like a plan all right all righty so we'll sign off hopefully this recorded all of it i'm gonna test it right away <laughs> <laughs> a paranoid a little rusty here and then uh yeah and then we'll uh we'll we'll do something for mom yeah all right sounds good all right all right buddy Let's see you
1: on the flip side See you, I, you later. My mouse working here. There you go. <laughs> See later.